0: My my name's Stephanie. I am a grateful recovering alcoholic and addict <clears throat> and a Bradford alumni. Um, my sobriety date is December 31st, 2011 and the holidays obviously are a time for me, or were a time for me to drink and use um, as my sobriety date is New Year's Eve. But the thing that I remember the most about a holiday um, was the time the year before I went to treatment, which was Memorial Day weekend, and um, I had been drinking—I don't know—all weekend long, um, anything and everything—and I ended up with pancreatitis. So I was in the hospital for eleven days, and um, you know that that alone in itself is like it shows that I holidays just give me another reason to drink, almost like people around holidays that are normal. Won't notice as much if I'm drinking and drunk or using. So, back to the hospital visit, though. The doctor said, you know, if you drink again, you're going to die. So, I took that as, okay, I might not should drink. I didn't drink for, I guess it was six or seven months. Another holiday comes up, which is Labor Day weekend, and it's also my birthday. Um, so, nobody else was around except for my mother and myself at the beach. She would already gone up to take a shower, and I just bopped to the bar and asked for a shot of something that wasn't even on the shelf. So, of course, she found out I couldn't hide. I thought I could hide it all the time, um, and she came down. She was disappointed. Well, I ended up after that. That's when I stayed sober for about six months after after the hospital visit. Thinking, okay, I'm going to try this, but I never went to AA. I didn't have treatment. Um, I really didn't do anything except hide at home with her Um, and you know I remember her neighbor bringing an AA book over to me and I was just like what is this book I'm not I'm not an alcoholic Um, so that that drink though spiraled me out of control and I just kept drinking kept drinking and then two weeks prior to Christmas I totaled my car I told my dad that I was going to cook chili one evening and that he was at work. I'd moved back home with him at this point. Um, I wasn't working, um, just drinking every day. And so I told dad I was going to the store to get extra spices. Ended up going to get more alcohol and then, or trying to go get more alcohol and go to the person's house that I was dating at the time. That was a terrible relationship that both of us, our diseases fed each other. Um, and I totaled my car that evening. I was in the hospital overnight and that same guy was the person that, you know, took me home. But on the way home, we went by the liquor store. Um, so I tried to hide the the wreck even from my dad and my mom. And here I was with no car thinking that they had no idea. But that, that same night, some, the sheriff came and asked my dad, you know, is this your daughter? So my insurance card was there. So he knew. He just didn't say anything. Um, so anyways, we, we got through that whole situation. I stayed home. He had been sick for a little while, so I was helping him go into the grocery store for him for those two weeks before treatment, you know. and um, But I would go, and I would write the check over to get alcohol next door, Um, I was drinking vodka in the mornings, you know, waking up, drinking it, drinking it all day long. So within those two weeks before treatment, I guess it was about three days before I went to treatment, um, I was on the phone with my mom, and I don't remember talking to her. I vaguely remember talking to her, but I blacked out, and she showed up in front of the couch from Huntsville, like 30-minute drive, showed up in front of me, and I'm like, still, the phone is still on, and I'm thinking – you know what are you doing in front of me? But she said, "Get on your, get, put your shoes on. We're going to Bradford." And I was like, "Bradford? No, what are you talking about?" And she said, "Don't you remember last night you sent me a text and said you were ready to get some treatment, get some help?" I don't remember that, but I do remember looking online and googling about you know treatment and Bradford. I even messaged somebody that I knew on Facebook had gone to Bradford, and I was ready. I just was still kicking and screaming to get there. Um, so I went to the Boaz outpatient and the lady that I spoke with, I'll never forget. She was like, well, you, you know, are you ready to go? Are you, are you willing to go? And I said, I am, but you know, there's new year's Eve is coming up and she's like, new year's Eve's coming up. You're either going to wreck or you don't have a car to wreck or you're going to hurt somebody yourself or you may even be dead or in, in jail. So I still wanted that last like new year's Eve and But I ended up, I went home, I said, okay, I'm going to let this sink in. And halfway packed, drank and used some, like I was taking pills too. So it was just an extra um, alcohol and a pill basically. But so I packed a little bit and then my parents had to help me pack some too, of course. And I was still drinking the whole way. So when I actually got to Bradford was on the 30th. So that wasn't my sobriety date. So that's how New Year's Eve got to be my sobriety date. But being at Bradford on New Year's Eve was, I I thought it was just going to be so awkward, but it was a relief. I didn't have to worry about what, where was I going to get my next drink or who was I going to disappoint this Christmas or, you know, or next Christmas or any holiday for that matter. But, um, and I was actually smiling without, you know, just a huge fake smile. And I don't think I really ever smiled there toward the end. Um, but we had fun in detox. we all sat around and talked and saw the people coming in from New Year's Eve parties. And, um, so I, but I can remember reading my big book there in the, in my room. And, you know, as soon as I read something out of the big book, I just could relate to it. And I'm like, okay, I know that I'm an alcoholic now. I know I'm in the right place. Um, but fast forward, I went to sober living and um i I went to a sober living facility for close to or for about six months. moved back in with my mom for a little while, and then I had applied for a job in Birmingham and I got the job, moved in on a weekend to Hoover like that one weekend, and then I started the job on Monday of course at this time I was I was going to my meetings talking to my sponsor working steps and I've had the same sponsor ever since um and she's great so that that next christmas I was you know so nervous about it's a year almost a year out what am I going to do what are they going to think of me I was always missing christmases or coming late or having to drink before I went so that first Christmas back, I would talked to my sponsor, um, had a plan on, you know, if I felt uncomfortable, call her, text her, um, I knew which meetings were going to be around just in case, and I did go with my dad to my grandmother's house, which is where we all had Christmas, and I also went to my mom's, but I'd already made amends to the two of them and my stepdad, but I was just, I really wanted to make amends to my grandmother, um, which now I'm so grateful that I've had the opportunity because she's not she's passed away since, and so has my stepdad. But when I got to my grandmother's house, she, my sponsor, you know, guided me through. She's like, "You, I'd already made amends to them, so I knew what to do." But I was so nervous. Well, I ended up just feeling so relieved that I made amends to like four of my family members that, or maybe even more, that Christmas. But you know, and when you say, um, "What can I do to make this better?" or you know. All they wanted was to have me back as a person. They were just glad to have me back and hope that I didn't um, drink or use again. So that was a relief. And then the next holiday comes around, and it's New Year's, and I'm thinking, what am I going to do for New Year's Eve? This time, you know, it's going to be a sober New Year's Eve. But it was so – it was a relief as well because talking to my sponsor about the meetings around in the Huntsville area – there's always a meeting that you can go to. There's always somebody that you can call, you know, and, and when I was drinking and using, I didn't think that that was possible. Um, I thought everybody just drank on New Year's. It was just the normal thing to do. But that particular New Year's Eve, I was asleep by like 10 o'clock. <laughs> so, and, you know, but I went to a meeting, and we there was all of us that had the same, you know, we could share our stories. We could be comfortable, drink coffee, Um. And, you know, I would just say that 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 whole time was a blur before, and then I can remember the Christmas. I can remember, you know, New Year's. I can remember the smiles from my little cousin's faces that I missed for so many years. And that's something I took for granted was just a smile of a child or a laughter or Christmas tree that my grandmother worked so hard to put up. Um, but I would say that, you know, my thing with the tips for Christmas or the tips for any holiday for that matter would be just to, you know, be sure to talk to your sponsor first and have your sponsor there willing to help or help you guide, guide you through um, where you may be. Let, let her or him know where you're going to be and have a plan. Hopefully, you're going to drive yourself. If you can't drive yourself, have somebody that you trust that can. Um, and then if you're going into a party, if say if it's a New Year's Eve party, um, I always have a drink in my hand. And if you happen to not have a drink, you know, just be prepared to say, if somebody asks you for, you know, would you like something to drink, know that you're going to say, yeah, I'll take a Coke or I'll take a whatever. You don't have to say, um, I don't drink. I'm Stephanie. I just got out of the local treatment center. You can just say, you know, that this is what you want to drink. Um and then I would say too, just be sure to pray before I mean I, I always pray and meditate in the mornings, but just be sure to really pray up that day and have, you know, you can if you have to step into the bathroom to go pray, meditate, um, the serenity prayer always is great. And I would say too, just um don't be I would don't be ashamed of yourself or anything that you don't do. Be glad that you don't drink and be grateful for your recovery and just know that, you know, it's one day at a time, but you actually have succeeded to be sober and be at a party where you're going to remember the next day. So thank you to Bradford alumni and to you, for having me, um, and I hope everyone has a happy, safe, sober holiday, and just remember you're not alone in this.